Hey, Bev. Hey, Sam. And why is the room filled with bubbles? Uh, I don't know, but it's kind of majestic and fun. I kind of, I kind of like. It. And I, I sense there's maybe a third person here. Did you leave the freaking door open again, Bev? Always, I always <laughs> leave the door open. I never lock it. I never close it. I guess I really like bugs. I don't know. And we live in the country. Who locks their doors in the country? Right. <laughs> so who do we have with us, Bev? So we have Kathy with Messy Mildred. Woo! And I know what you're thinking. You thought her name was going to be Mildred, didn't you? <laughs> I thought it was going to be messy, but I don't I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah. The internet is a true representation of people, so Exactly. <laughs> Welcome Kathy. Woo! Oh my gosh, I am so so excited. And yes, that was me that snuck in your front door. <laughs> And put bubbles everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) With bubbles and hair dryer and toe. That's for sure. Yeah. Because we're we're ready for our chicken spa day. That's what's happening here. You know, I hope you are. Because I know it sounds like a really odd thing. And everybody says that to me. But it is happening all across the country. The world, actually. I will say even the world. Hey, I washed some fluffy butts myself yesterday with some of your products. So. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes, it made my life a lot easier, but we'll get into that. First, we need to get into what's most important, and then that is what everybody is drinking, because that's what we do here. We drink and we farm, and we wash fluffy butts, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do all sorts of things while we drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, Bev, what are you drinking today? So, I am drinking a West Sixth Brewing Lemongrass American Wheat. And this is a wheat beer that was brewed with lemongrass. And it came (gasps) from Lexington, Kentucky. I grabbed this out of my fridge because my friends, they still went to Lexington, even though I wasn't able to make it. And they brought me back beer. So, I have good friends. And my shampoo is lemongrass. Yeah. So that, oh, perfect. It's a theme. It is a theme. <laughs> yes. I always try to have a theme, but usually I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so, Sam, what are you drinking? So, I I have a proposed new scent for uh, Kathy here because I was not on theme. <laughs> <laughs> My I'm drinking White Claw Hard Seltzer, which is way better than the Truly Seltzer that I tried a couple weeks ago. And it's Ruby Grapefruit. So, if you can ever do grapefruit, Kathy, that oh, would be pretty fancy. Gosh, how <laughs> yummy would that be? When you say seltzer, do you mean it's like bubbly seltzer? Yeah, so like uh, carbonated water, essentially. I'm staying hydrated while I drink alcohol. (laughs) That's magical. So what are you drinking, Kathy? I do not know if you guys have heard of this. I'm sure you have, but it's called 19 Crimes. Mm. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have a bottle of it in my liquor cabinet right now. Okay, it is mine and my husband's absolute favorite, and we typically get all the reds, and I am drinking a white right now. I'm assuming it's Chardonnay because it's called Hard Shard. Oh, (laughs) I like that name. Yeah, it's super, super cute, and because of our time zone difference, it is noon here, so I'm kind (laughs) of embarrassed that I am drinking at noon, 
but on a Friday, but I am. And the reason we love this so much is mainly my husband and I are both creatives. And so we love marketing and the mm-hmm. bottles for this, for 19 crimes are just stunning. The whole story behind them, the whole marketing aspect is truly brilliant. So anyway, that's what I'm drinking right now. Perfect. So I haven't busted into my 19 crimes yet, but I bought it because of the bottle. And I was looking at it. I was like, this is so freaking cool. I need it. It's (laughs) amazing. Have you put your cell phone in front of it yet? No. So that is the creepy magic. If you take your cell phone and you have to do something, I don't know if you have to download an app or what, but if you hold it in front of the label, it friggin comes to life and moves. Oh my God. I'm going to have to try that right after this. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Ah, now I can't wait. But I, I mean, I am very excited, Kathy, to have you on and that we get to ask you questions. But as soon as we're off of here, that's what I'm going to go do. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll have to like post it in our Instagram stories so that we can watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. I'll have to have my, when my husband gets home, the first thing he's going to have to do is videotape my phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Video- <laughs> videotaping a yes. wine bottle yes. yeah yeah hopefully hopefully it'll work but I uh, yeah we've done it before it's really cool you get a kick out of it oh my gosh I can't wait so I guess we should just now we, that we know what everybody is drinking in the middle of the day um <laughs> we should just go ahead and get started so Kathy do you want to give us a little background on why you came up with this idea for chicken shampoo Absolutely. I um, always, always wanted chickens growing up and never had them. And so it was not until, I want to say three years ago for Mother's Day, I took myself to um, a farm, farm feed center and brought some chicks home and for my for mother's day for me and um yeah and so um we were super excited to have them and they started growing up and it was just like i just fell in love with them i'm a huge animal fanatic but chickens were a totally different level for me we we have every single pet imaginable but these were different and so as they got bigger i would take them like a lot of people right now everywhere with me everywhere we would go hiking at mount rainier i took mildred with me to um mount rainier camping um overnight she did an amazing job and when i would take her on all of these you know trips and stuff with us in addition to that she sometimes would sleep in my bedroom i have a perch and my husband would always laugh at me but i would bring the hens in and they would sit up on the perch and we'd have slumber parties and so um after like a while i was like i like need to bathe them i should bathe my chickens i bathe every other pet i have and i started googling it and i didn't see anything for chickens regarding shampoo now i did see which was called, um, what is it called? A, uh, what is it? Like a something, a foul shampoo, like, or not even that cleaner. Like it was very farm-like, but there was nothing for the urban chicken. You know, a lot of us that are in our like 30s to 50 demographic where we're putting chickens in our backyard and we have house chickens and we're taking them to Starbucks with us and all that kind of stuff. There was (laughs) nothing really crazy cute and like something that smelled so great and wasn't filled with chemicals. So um, I decided I by um, trade, I develop I do all of the, I'm an art director, so I do, I create 
products. And so I was like, why I should just do this. I should make a shampoo. And so it kind of started there and I got laughed at along the way, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, but I just really felt like there was a need for it because I was on Instagram and I started messy Mildred, um, and that account, um, specifically for my hen Mildred, which was named after my grandmother who has passed. And, she was messy because they're chickens. So I just called it Messy Mildred and didn't have the intentions of having shampoo when I started. But as I continued, I kept seeing people bathing their chicken. And I remember one night going to my husband and going, telling him what I was going to do. And he laughed at me, of course. And I was like, but there's, there seems like there's a legitimate need because I keep seeing people bathe their chicken whether it's for medical reasons or they're just dirty or chicks have pasty butt or whatever it is, it's happening. So why is there not a good shampoo for them, specifically for them? Like people are using dish soap, they're using dog shampoo, they're using people shampoo, baby shampoo. And I'm like, this sucks because chickens are so great. They need their own shampoo. Why would, why would chickens not have their own shampoo in the first place? So, yeah, so that's how it kind of hatched. I literally just created um, the lavender and lemongrass and um, put it out there only on Instagram right now and was just kind of did my first six months was just um, that first phase was to see if there was an interest and it totally took off. So there was clearly people were waiting for something like this. So I'm super excited about it. That's so awesome. And, you know, I was really excited to hear that we were interviewing you because, like, I am a person, I bathe my chickens when they need it. I don't know if there's, like, something specific about what my chickens do or where I live because I know there's tons of people that don't bathe their chickens. But on Instagram, we seem to see a lot of it. Maybe it's just, like, us crazy Instagram (laughs) chicken ladies that wash our chickens. Um, But I use Dawn dish soap on my chickens because I didn't know what else to use. Like, they didn't come with an instruction book. But, like, you know, Dawn has, like, that picture of the little baby duck on the front of it. So I was like, oh, this must be what I'm supposed to use to clean the moth. So (laughs) why why wouldn't we want to use dish soap? Like, is there something different in the ingredients? Um, You know, know, dish soap is – I did a lot of research on this. And I am very careful to the way I respond to this because I do not want to offend anyone because um, it did happen where I did kind of explain to someone specifically on Facebook, which is a totally different monster compared to Instagram. And they were they were kind of offended. So I will say this. Oh, don't worry it, um, about offending people. Okay. Be honest <laughs> about why we don't want to. Yeah, because like, um, like I won't be offended because I just reached for dish soap because that was like that was what I knew at the time. Uh, on totally, our podcast, absolutely. we grow and right. learn based on what like we're only using the information that we have right now when we make our decisions. So we try not to beat ourselves absolutely. up about past things. Yeah. So let us know absolutely. why. Cause we want to know. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, so I did research and I, I, whenever I'm doing anything with any of my product, I am always looking at the organic, naturopathic, grungy, hippie kind of way to do things. So I don't look to chemicals whatsoever. Um, so when I started researching after I created the shampoo, I wanted to look into like what, why did dish soap specifically dawn 
start this whole thing why everyone is calling out used on do not used on and it is great yes you can use Don. that's fantastic Don stepped in when that huge oil spill happened and they were crazy helpful whenever it happened and all the birds were swimming around in oil slick and Don really truly did that for birds got just got rid of it because it really does cut through grease it does the exact same thing when I'm cleaning my pan that I just made pizza on it's really really a good product but the problem with it is that it does contain chemicals and Dawn dish soap and I don't want to be quoted on this but I did read I believe it was NPR did an article on this um, that there was one of the specific ingredients is created for Dawn by using a type of petroleum so when they stepped in they were helping the petroleum problem but yet they still need that to create their product so it's still yes it works and it's great but I think people really saw that as when that spill happened and they and they stepped in as a company and helped. I don't have oil slick on my chickens. I don't need to use a product like a dish soap to get it. I will use that on my dishes, not any of my animals. I would prefer to work with something that is organic, completely plants, plant-based, eco-friendly, all of those things. There is no petroleum whatsoever in the product um and it's again it's geared towards chickens like i have in mind when i'm using mine which i know dawn doesn't even down to the essential oils they're all organic and they're all based on the research i've done that even farmers have used for their chickens like fresh stuff like just hanging fresh lavender in a coop to be a insect repellent um the tea tree helping with wound you know sores and stuff like that on your on a on a chicken lemongrass is the same thing it's an insect repellent um all of them especially the tea tree is like insanely an anti-inflammatory all that kind of stuff dawn doesn't do that they're they're focused on cleaning dishes and i use you know well i don't use it i use um organic stuff but they that's their focus and so I try to educate people and just going but what if there was something specifically geared like the ingredients in there are are specifically put together for chickens in mind what would you choose and I just think it it takes a long time for people to come kind of out of that but once you really do research on the whole dawn movement how they stepped in you know I just think we can do better than that I'm not saying it's not great because it is but Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because Bev and I have talked about before, I think when we were talking to First Saturday Lime, which is like the organic pest pesticide. It's not really a pesticide, but it's a pest barrier kind of, you know, keeps the flies away and things like that. Yeah. And we were talking about how people used to use or maybe still do use WD-40 when a chicken gets leg mites. Yes, yeah. And it's like just it's it's different when it's like a product like you're saying that is specifically for chickens and it's thought out. And sometimes you can find products especially with chickens because there there aren't a lot of actual chicken products out there right. um compared to like dogs or cats or whatever. Sometimes you just have to do what you have or deal with what you have. Like the dawn um definitely have used that before but now that I am aware 
of this shampoo for both chicks and adult chickens. Like that's exact, that's absolutely what I want to use. But you know, I think, I think you kind of summarize that nicely that it's not like the end of the world. If you're using Dawn on your chickens. Totally. But... Oh my gosh. No, it's crazy. I mean, it's, you know, it's nothing new. I mean, people have been using it. I haven't read anything of a chicken, like getting an outbreak from it or anything like right, that. You know? Right. Right. One thing that I thought of um, when you were talking about the ingredients that you use, like um, our chickens are covered in feathers and they're really good at hiding illness or injury. So one of the things that you can think of when you're using a product like yours to bathe your chickens is like you could be helping an underlying issue that your chicken has that you're not even aware of because you have those ingredients in it that are, you know, like calming and antiseptic and, and, uh, you know, that keep the mite and the pests away so that's another reason to use that that shampoo because like dawn doesn't have any ingredients like that um and if anything it's probably kind of drying like you know how your hands feel when you're done washing the dishes in dawn Mm -hmm. um like your chicken skin probably kind of feels like that when you're done washing them in dawn (laughs) well it's the same like my dogs I guess what I get, I get all spicy about this because it's like I'm so obsessed with chickens that I'm like why is it okay like you just said for you go into petco or PetSmart, and there are just aisles of dog shampoo. And I go went to my farm feed center out here. They have goat shampoo. They have horse shampoo. But why? I just don't. I never understood. Like there's a there's. I think chickens, especially in the U.S., I know they're much further along in Europe than we are. I probably have more requests for chicken shampoo from Europe and Canada than anywhere. I mean, the, people just. Hmm. There are more are just I think they're kind of they're used to them being pets, believe it or not, like in a lot. I think a lot of that, too, is just bans in the U.S. of not being able to like, especially city limits. You can't have chickens are being lifted over the last five, ten years pretty mm-hmm. quickly because it's becoming so common to have backyard chickens. And that is super awesome. Um, and in doing so, people are I think you're right like a lot of chicken products are just popping up everywhere but when I went in and I was like how come I I got like 200 choices for my dog shampoo but nothing for a chicken which I treat kind of like my dog but <laughs> right um, you know very much so people have them on, leash, on leashes and everything else but like I would not use dish soap on my dogs to bathe them just because it's not the first place my my brain goes so I'm hoping to curve that like for chickens as well again not that it's like this harmful thing that's doing anything bad because it's certainly not the case I just feel like our you know chickens as pets is is getting so like just more and more popular and I just have such a passion for bringing people that have chickens products specifically for them um because they deserve it dang it they deserve it you (laughs) dang it yeah (laughs) I totally agree and and just because you're doing one thing one way for a while doesn't mean it's necessarily the best way or that you can't improve. So I'm super glad that you decided to, you know, create Missy Mildred on Instagram. And then I think I even followed you before the shampoo came out. So when the shampoo came out, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is (laughs) freaking amazing. And I'm going to buy it because I want my chickens to smell like lavender and lemongrass instead of chicken shit. So... (laughs) 
so it kind of worked out perfectly. Why can't you have both? Why can't you have chickens running around and getting dirty? But then, you know, they can be fancy and, you know, you just do their nails and give them a little spa day, too. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Well, and, and I live in Seattle. It rains here all the time. So my chickens are constantly a hot mess. And so they need... And I have silkies, and they get poop mm. and crap and, and just stuff from the ground stuck in their fur all the time that I literally cannot, I mean, especially on their feet with their feathers. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, silkies are just a totally different breed. And, you know, so it's it's really, and, and, and two other things, I have always been... You know, even with our dogs, like I always looked at bathing them as kind of this, it's such an intimate, it's like when you have a baby, like our two boys and bath time was just this really sweet, innocent, fun time for them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you always, Mm -hmm. you know, the bubbles and the toys and the, and it's, and you're, and there's just this nurturing part as a mom with that. And It's the same with my animals. There's parts where, like with the dogs, especially our German Shepherd, um, you know, as she gets older, we do, you know, massages down her spine and her hips and all that kind of stuff. And I found myself doing that with my chickens. And it was kind of this bonding experience with them, especially when they bathe. You know, there's, they would relax. And the more I give them a bath, the more they relax. And I think that, you know, just that human touch for any animal helps them become calmer. They makes them, you know, I think um, more tame and all of that kind of stuff. And yes, there are chickens. I have one that like cannot stand being bathed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dear Jesus, like hates it, but everyone else is calm about it. And, and it, and two, it gives me a chance, like you were saying earlier to over, to really, when I bathe, especially the silkies, it separates their fur and feather and I can really see down to their skin. I can see their legs. And I just do this like once over, are there any wounds? Are there any pecs? Do we have any ticks? Like all that, because you're really like scrubbing and I use my fingers down their body and just feel for stuff. And, you know, so it's, it's for me personally, it's much more than just making getting the poop off of their fur you know it's right. it's more than that so no that makes sense but I just wanted to comment on um I got an order of 18 chicks this past week and I think my brooder was running a little hot because like seven of them had like kind of a range of very little to full-on almost pasty butt yeah and I've dealt with pasty butt before um but all I did was took a little of the chick shampoo, put it in a little container and put some hot, well, not hot, but like warmish water in there and just kind of, I would only have to soak their butt for probably like 10 seconds and then it would just come right out. And before I would just soak it in either like Dawn dish soap or regular water and it felt like a fight every single time. So <laughs> I just felt like the shampoo really helped it come out gently and it smelled amazing. Um, oh, <laughs> because like chicks are like, what the hell are you doing to me? I'm only like three days old. Why are you dunking my ass into some water? <laughs> and then with a blow dryer, they're like, what the hell is this? Oh my gosh. That video, that video of your little chick and how you had to hold it up. I was like, yeah. that thing is going to blow away if you yeah. let go. It was so cute. <laughs> 
Well, it was funny because at first she like hated it, but then she started just to kind of stand there and like it. And I was like, oh, I got to get this on tape because this is just like Instagram (laughs) gold. Like people are going to think this is so cute. (laughs) Yeah, they all kind of got used to the blow dryer after a while. So you got to start that spa day super young. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I, when I was coming up, excuse me, with the shampoos, I did, I had to do lavender um, after I researched lavender oil with chickens. And then the chicks, I went through this phase of I had my chicks and then a friggin' stupid coyote jumped my fence and took off with one of them. So I, oh, I was just, it was horrible. But we went and got more chicks and, um, this time you know around they did have pasty butt and so I was like and and knowing that that is like a deadly thing and it's not to be taken lightly um you know it was that same thing and lemongrass it's just like lavender can be calming and it smells fabulous and it Mm -hmm. is another insect repellent and all that kind of thing um it is like the same ingredients so you can really use people use either on chicks or chickens it's mainly just the oil that the scents that i distinguish the two but all of my products are crazy. I mean, they're all really, really mild and gentle. So, you you know, I've used it on my hedgehog, our guinea pig, oh, all wow. of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> you can use it on chicks. And um, and they smell like little, like, lemon pie puffs. They oh. do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm, like, shoving my nose in their booties, like, just inhaling. I'm like, oh, you smell fine. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, did you just launch the tea tree oil one? shampoo as well when did that come about oh dear god like I'm so crazy excited about the tea tree because my envision for this was to um like I said put just test the first two shampoos just to see if there was an interest in chicken shampoo Mm -hmm. and I don't know like it became more than and it always has been. I'm pretty like emotionally connected to people and process and all of that kind of stuff so when the Instagram family that I, I'm sure you guys will both agree is over the moon amazing. Like I just have met the most amazing, oh my gosh, people on Instagram that have just been so encouraging to me and mm-hmm. what I'm doing and that I'm a small business owner and I'm literally, you know, putting money into something and that I don't even know if there's an interest in when it, when I saw there was, um, like I said, I did that first phase to see if there was an interest with um, the with the knowing that I'm going to be launching more sense down the road. Tea mm-hmm. tree was for sure the next one I wanted to go after because tea tree is such an amazing essential oil and so, so good for humans and animals alike. Um, so I, it had to be tea tree for my third scent coming out. Um, I wanted something to that. It doesn't, it does not kill mites, but it is certainly something mites hate tea tree. So if you are bathing a chicken and it is prone to mites, if you keep up on it, it could potentially help with that, with just warding off mites. Um, and I did a lot of research specifically on that oil and mites for chickens was always the number one thing that I saw come up when it came to tea tree. Huh. Yeah, so it was, you know, 
it was it was definitely a winner for me. Um, but we do have a couple more scents coming up that will you know launch down the road. Um, we certainly have other products that we're coming up with, and I am freaking punching myself in the face that I cannot <laughs> tell you about the one that we're going to be hopefully oh, no. launching. I am not even joking. <laughs> I am not even joking. It is like the funnest thing. I so. I'm really excited about this. It's not a shampoo, but it's something else that is spa-like for your chicken that will hopefully help with bumblefoot. It will help with, yeah, it will help with um, chickens that are egg-bound, that are not feeling well, and all that kind of stuff. All I will say is that Messy Mildred is putting a modern twist on the salt bath. So I am so stupid excited. I have been working. I literally was driving and I had the intentions of coming up with some type of salt, Epsom salt bath, but like just more, more intensely focused on specifically chickens rather than people going to Mm. Walmart and grabbing a big bag of Epsom salt. Like yeah. something that is really dedicated to the chicken and what are some extra things we can add to this to help with other issues they may have. Um, and I had a hen um, Tootsie that passed um, a few months ago and I was giving her salt baths two to three times a day. She ended up dying. But during uh-huh. that time, um, I, I two to three times a day for her. And you could, I as I get older, am taking salt baths constantly because I'm an old bag. I'm not. I'm only 40s-ish, but I feel like it. I feel like it. And so I know what that feels like, and I know that chickens, again, farmers have been using Epsom salt for for years and years and years and years and years, and everyone's using it. So I'm like, how do we put a modern twist on this? So we have been working for two months now on a really fun but insanely useful, again, as just all plant-based, organic product that I think people are going to just really get a kick out of. Well, and that's all I'm wait. saying. That's <laughs> all I'm wait. saying. Well, can you can you give us like an estimated time of arrival of this product so we know like obviously we're going to be stalking your Instagram account Yay! every day now. <laughs> oh yeah. You're so cute. <laughs> Absolutely. But, we but are yeah. yeah, we are hoping um the end of August if not Ooh. September. And it certainly is, you know, there's one thing I've noticed with the shampoo is people say, like, you know, you don't really want to use it in the winter um, and, you know, because or it fits too cold or whatever because your chicken get, get a chill and blah, blah, blah. I I still use it, only, but I make sure they're dry by the time they go back out. Right. Um, oh, yeah. I've blow this... dried many a chicken. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And mine all love blow dry. Like the blowout is the best part for the chicken. Like mine are all like sitting back smoking a cigarette. Like just enjoy. <laughs> they love it. But the but this product is something you can literally use because, again, it's medicinal. So you're using it all year long. Um, and so I'm hoping to launch it no later than September. Um, we're right now, the product is like been perfected. Oh my God. It's so stupid cute. And so now I'm like working on the packaging for it. So, um, we're, we're crazy close and I can't wait to show you guys. It's so much fun. Oh, well, we will definitely be keeping an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to order some as soon as it comes out and talk about it on one of our future episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, 
Kathy, is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners as far as about you or your products or your chickens? Um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, the only other thing would be, um, you know, like a lot, one of the questions I get a lot is where we're selling Messy Mildred and it really is just Instagram, um, right now in, in my website. Um, you know, one, again, like one of the reasons for that is I just adore our Instagram family and it has been so much fun providing this product for them and seeing pictures come in of people, you know, kind of bonding with their chicken during spa day and all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, it has just been so, so cool. And I've had other business owners step in alongside and just mentor me on what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing and all that kind of stuff. It's just been unbelievable. And so I personally like if there's anyone listening from that world I am so grateful and thankful um like I said Facebook is a totally different monster when I go over there I get a lot of pushback and you know a lot of uh, it's just totally different it's like it is yeah it, you know like it's and I'm a pretty you know I'm like can't we all just love each other can't we all just like, <laughs> like lift yeah. each other up and right. hug? but yeah. like you know you kind of and, and I won't say everyone's like that but Instagram is just a totally different totally different place and you know when it comes down to I'm not a big corporation or company it's just me I'm I'm the only one you know doing all of this I um you know my sister has been helping with um this as well um it's just us and you know we're we're hoping it continues to grow and um you know and and too like I'm not at least for Instagram, like I'm not there to just sell. It really is. I have, like I said, just this, I'm in that phase of just back and forth with people and learning their questions and what they want and what they don't want and what they need and um, finding out, you know, there's a lot of, oh my dear God, like so many amazing people that are doing really cool things with chickens. Um, There's one girl that is near me out here in Seattle. She's on, lives on one of the islands. Um, her, um, she is Jen Jen Seattle on Instagram. Um, she's just one of the people that takes her chickens in. His name is Finley, which is also my son's name. So I was very excited about that. Um, but mm-hmm. takes, you know, Finley into retirement homes and like senior homes and, and does, um, therapy chicken work with the seniors there. And that's that's so cool. cool. It is. It is. It's just like really, it's really cool to meet these people and to be part of that. She uses the shampoo to fluff them up and clean them up. So they smell yummy when they go in. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's so much more than just selling shampoo you know it's really become like just such a I just have such a heart for it but more more so the people that are purchasing it you know and learning their story it has just opened up this completely this whole other world to me so I'm so thankful for that part of it you know yeah Bev and I have had similar conversations before about Facebook versus Instagram and what do you got like what is your view on that what so, is happening? Why are they mean? <laughs> Why are they mean? Well, I feel like Instagram is just so different compared to Facebook because on Facebook you 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 know, you have people you might not know, people you know mostly, 
you know, if you're a business and you're putting yourself out there, people just, they are like keyboard warriors and they're assholes. And yeah, I feel yeah. like with, with Instagram, like you are who you are on there and you're sharing your life and pictures, which is really intimate and kind of vulnerable in some ways. Like, of course, you have the accounts on there where no animal ever dies on their farm. Yeah. Like they just don't <laughs> present themselves that way. And that's fine. Yeah. But like with Bev and I, we're both very open about, you know, our failures on the podcast and on our Instagram. Yeah. And I think having that level of vulnerability makes people know, like, and trust you in a different way. Um, so they do want to buy from you when you're doing something like it kind of floors both of us that people order barware from us yeah, <laughs> yeah. because yeah. they just like to listen to us, which is just bizarre because I don't know, we're probably obnoxious to, you know, most of the population, but to our chicken family. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> but, but people, like you were saying, people do look at you kind of strange when you're like, oh yeah, I have pet chickens. They're like, what? Like, you're not going to eat them? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. You know? And I think that what is so beautiful about Instagram is the people that do eat their chickens and pluck them and all that, and they're posting it. Like, I think there's still a respect from people who don't do that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was on... I was um, checking on Facebook one of the pages that I follow, and this poor, it was a man, and he was so sweet because his one of his chickens died, and he posted, he was posting on there a picture of it and how sad he was. Aww. This is like a grown-ass man, but I love that he was like so like you were saying, like so vulnerable because he was saying he cried and how yeah. someone on this on Facebook actually made a rude remark and and it hurt him and I was like I I have never when someone's chicken passes on Instagram I have never seen someone say suck it up it's a chicken or anything like that like people are so like just so amazingly compassionate and different in both ways like both ways you know saying good for you that you're sustainable and you're feeding your family with your chickens but at the same time I'm so sorry that your pet chicken died. Like, it's really, right. it's so different. And so I'm kind of scared. I'm, like, scared to go outside of Instagram, <laughs> you know, because you, you know, you do. You, I get rude comments all the time in Facebook about my shampoo, like, you know, and people just making fun of it. And, and you know, that's okay. It's, it's like it's not for you. But um, you know what? My people are in Instagram world. So, yep. <laughs> and and if you have haters, that means you have made it. That's true. So. Sam and I have said that a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. that just means you're you're doing something that you know it's making people pay attention, and maybe the attention isn't always positive when it's projected towards you, but it's still attention. True. So true. you're doing yeah. something that is like rocking the boat. And in our opinion, or I shouldn't speak for Bev, but I'm guessing since she agreed to have you on the podcast, in our opinion, <laughs> um, it is, you know, something that's really cool. And I'm thankful that you've, you know, stepped out and had the courage to create something that, you know, you didn't know there was necessarily a market for. Like, you're kind of a badass. So, oh my gosh, I am. You. Yeah, because you're the first <laughs> to create there, a chicken shampoo. Like, that's pretty ballsy. Like, not a lot <laughs> of people are stepping out and like doing something different. They're, you know, like, they're they're doing products or things that are already out there instead of doing something right. new. So, that's really exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get a badass t-shirt. You need Speaking one. Speaking of badass, yeah. I am so good. Speaking of that, like, have you guys read the book, You Are a Badass? 
I have. And I've read You're a Badass at Making Money. Oh. Shut it. So I need okay. both of those good. books. So I'll add those to my okay. Amazon wish list. <laughs> See, I am telling you, I am a huge, this book is one of the, and I say that because I'm holding it right now because I was sitting, <laughs> sitting behind my laptop as my Bible. It is one of the main reasons I started this chicken shampoo because I, especially for women, you have to read it. Like you just, you have to read this book because it, when you were just talking about like the badass part and, and knowing the intention, no matter what it is, oh my gosh, no matter what it is, whether it's a product or quitting your job and going off and starting this whole new life or even down to cutting your hair and dyeing it a a funky color like there are people that won't think outside their box because of that fear that whether family or friends or you know whatever puts in your head and this was certainly like I said I got laughed at by many many very close people and friends and all of that when I said I was going to do this and I've always kind of pushed back anyway because I'm stubborn but this (laughs) book was one of those things that I read and I'm like why wouldn't I do this like why why would I not try it you know and and if it if it doesn't take off or people aren't interested that's totally okay like I you know did something really fun and that was fulfilling passionate wise and all that kind of stuff but yeah when you just said badass that triggered my book (laughs) (laughs) for sure and now I feel like I have to re-listen to it because I I'm more of an audiobook fan because oh is it on audiobook I'll definitely get it on the audiobook because I mow for 10 hours a week so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'll finish it in like one sitting then. perfect <laughs> oh my gosh yeah mine is like torn up and every, it's so marked up on just quotes and everything else um yeah I I go back to it constantly just to be encouraged and and reminded you reminded of people that are going to say things and push back and just right. you know and that's totally okay but that's their mess like just you know yeah. be, be present in your own head and what you want to do and why you're doing it and you know I have no harm intentions I have like no greediness here it's just I thought it would be fun and I think it's important and I needed it so yeah and you know what a lot of the times when people lash out like that it says so much more about them than it does you and your badassery is just stirring up some level of jealousy or irritation or lack thereof on their end so that's not your fault that's right can't dim your light because somebody else is being rude about it or some of it might be that they just don't know like how important it is to wash your chicken you know like somebody that lives somewhere really dry where it doesn't get dirty very often like that's a person that might not really need to wash their chicken very often because they have dust and you know chickens naturally use dust baths but like you're in seattle where it rains and it's muddy and it's gross all the time so their dust bath isn't always dry for them to like do their natural thing that they would do so like bathing them makes perfect sense and for people that are like legit farmers with chickens, no, I don't see them bathing their chicken. This oh, yeah. is not that demographic. <laughs> yeah, no, right. yeah, this product is not for them. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, no. But like, there, yeah, there's, there's other, there's a whole other br- like breed of person that is that had like I I call it the urban chicken owner, you know, that that does do this and oh, yeah, you know, bringing yeah. their you know and that and that's okay and I I think that we could all coexist in this world together, the people that, you know, farm with their chickens and then other people that, you know, want to fluff them up and bring them into 
Home Depot with them, like totally different. <laughs> well, and it's funny. Right. I'm one of those people that kind of walks both worlds because I do. Um, I raised my meat chickens for the first time this year and processed them uh-huh. myself. Um, but I also <gasps> have a coop of like pet chickens and they're my pet chickens Uh I would never eat my egg laying chickens like they don't come in the house and I don't take them to Home Depot because like my nearest town is 30 minutes from me so I don't get to take my chickens very far Um, but they're definitely pets like they eat out of our hands we pick them up and we hold them they follow us around like yeah we we would never eat one of them (laughs) right (laughs) I tried to take one of my silky chickens to see Santa last year at Rule King. Oh, my goodness. And, like, she got a bath and everything, and we did a cute little Grubblies photo shoot in front of the fireplace, and oh. then we, we drove her to Rule King, and Santa was sick, so he left early, and we oh. just missed out. Oh, that's so sad. She was so disappointed. So at least this time, like, next Christmas, we will take her, and she'll smell like lavender. Oh, my gosh. There you go. There you go. We'll try again this year. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, and that's one of the reasons, too, I wanted to make sure this was organic because most people, for the most, by as far as research I've done, that are doing sustainable living. And I I think, too, like – I'm in Seattle, so I think a lot of city chickens, like that is the grid I'm thinking through, like urban, small backyards, you're allowed to have two to three chickens, um, um, house chickens, that kind of thing. The One of the other big things is we really do try to stick with organic. So we're like putting up extra money for organic feed and organic food and all that kind of stuff. And especially for our hens, I, I do that because I really want organic eggs. And so I was like, I want to be bathing my my already for the most part organic chickens in organic products so that when I they come out they truly are getting we're getting a really good organic egg and so that was another you know for egg layers a huge reason also why I I created this um so yeah it's it's good all around I think your chickens are absolutely living the high life, it sounds like, over there in Seattle. Oh, my gosh. They get, they get the bubbly all the time. And my, na- my neighbors think it's very odd because our neighbors right next door are from Mongolia. And they often, when I'm doing my photo shoots in the backyard with my chickens, and I seriously I have, like, like there was one where I took a pancake, and she is on a blow-up swan, oh. and she is floating around my my pond that we have a very small pond in the backyard. And my neighbor from Mongolia, who strictly only eats chickens, is like looking out, staring at me. I could see her through the window. So, but <laughs> she knows me. Like she's you know, but at the same time, she didn't know I she, that she didn't know I saw her like watching and I was so embarrassed but I'm like you know what I am who I am and I and yes I bathe them and I let them float around and they sunbathe I'm sorry that's what they do so it was pretty cute I you know I I often get that like you know people watching like my neighbors mainly and they're just like what the freak is Kathy doing with her chicken in the backyard and I'm you know got pinwheels and fluffy things all set up outside but anyway well, I walk around muttering with two bottles of wine in my hand and the chickens <laughs> following them around trying to do photo shoots too, so I totally get yep. it. <laughs> my neighbor lays on his back deck with his shirt off and watches me, so I don't know who's more weird, the one watching me or me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's so funny. So, Kathy, do you, that's a pretty funny chicken story. Do you have any other chicken stories, anything weird or 
awkward that you'd like to share further? The only other thing I would think of, and it's not really, it's not awkward if you're me, but it's awkward (laughs) if you're not me. Like my, my poor husband, like he's so super awesome, but he is often embarrassed because I'm like, oh, I'm bringing pancake. I'm bringing Mildred. And he's like, why do we have to do this? Like, why do you have to bring them everywhere? And I'm like, suck it. Like you married me. You knew that I would bring my animals everywhere. So this is what's happening. So like when we, you know, like I said, when we went camping in Mount Rainier um, and she came with us and it was absolutely amazing. Like just sitting around the campfire and our two boys get a kick out of it too. Like having our chickens with this everywhere. But I'm like, why would you not want to wake up and have two fresh eggs for breakfast while we're camping? Uh, Like, why would you not want that? Anyway, but the, a couple weeks ago, my brother-in-law was here and he's from Idaho and they are like huge animal killers like they in a good way like they they do like deer and and game and fish and all that kind of stuff so they're not used to me with my fluffy chickens and bringing them (laughs) in the house they're like I don't understand this and so we went on a a hike and I brought them and they I brought two of my chickens um and we brought Daisy and Pancake and I have a dog backpack that I shoved the two of them I was just getting ready to ask do they hike on their own or do you carry them but I love that (laughs) (laughs) like on little leashes (laughs) oh my gosh well they couldn't they no they they are stupid cute they go inside this little doggy backpack that I have for my Pomeranian and then of course I make her walk I'm like suck it like you're on the ground chickens are up here and then like we stop along the way this one path has this great creek that we will stop and they get out and they literally like drink this fresh water you know from the creek and they cool off and all that and then I put them back in the bag and the backpack and they shove their heads out and my husband gets so embarrassed because pikers, like these are legit Seattle, like Pacific <laughs> Northwest hikers that are all like decked out in REI. And I'm walking by with chickens and people always, there's people that usually point and laugh. Some people want pictures, but for the most part, I probably look like a crazy person. Like I'm a cat, like there's cat ladies and then there's chicken ladies now, I guess. They take their chickens everywhere with them. And and so we'll, you know, hike down and then we get down to the sound where the water is and they get out and they go bananas over like the oyster shell that's all cracked up from the waves coming in. It's all broken down in the seaweed and and yeah, people are like, why, why is this happening? Why are there two chickens like in the middle of Seattle, like sitting out here on the sound right now? They don't quite understand that. My entire family's embarrassed, but again, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute though. Like there's, they have to be so happy and they're living their best life because you're not afraid to take them with you. So, you know, like, and I always wonder because like our dogs, Look, they get legit happy when you put them in the car and they're freaking out and they're panting, but they look like they're smiling and they're happy. I always wonder that with my chickens because I'm always like, do you get how cool you are right now? Like, you you know, like most people, they're just going to put you in a coop and you're not going to get out. But I don't know. I am here. Dang it, you guys, to break the stereotype. (laughs) I know there's already that one. What is his sweet name? Sam the chicken, I think that like. There's a guy with this amazing chicken that goes everywhere with him. Oh my gosh, have I'm going to have to find up. that. I don't think so. I'll find it I on Instagram it's... and I'll link it in the show notes. Okay, I think it's Sam the chicken, but it's 
I think there, I, it's like, I don't want to get all emotional, but I really do think there is like mm -hmm. such, and, and I know most of this is just like for the person, the individual themselves, chickens don't give a rip. They just want leftover spaghetti, but like the a person, <laughs> like there's just this really cool aspect and bonding when you get to bring your pets and I'm like, and why not chickens to go with you on places? And, and one of them is, like I said, this guy, Sam, like he has, he takes his sweet stupid cute chicken with him everywhere um mm -hmm. you know and he's this guy probably in his I would say early 40s late 30s and it's like the sweetest thing ever but I don't know I think that we can be doing much more with our chickens like we do with our dogs well it's not and chickens I, fault that they have like resting bitch face like my chickens <laughs> always look really unhappy it doesn't matter what I'm doing for them they are always giving me the side eye and judging me so I think that's just the way their faces are made on the inside though they're like screaming for joy they just can't yeah. express it they don't have the muscles oh my gosh. to do it yeah <laughs> oh so true I have one chicken that looks at me like that and I'm like you like looks at me like I'm a sheer disappointment yep <laughs> like I hate everything about you you do everything wrong this is how my chicken looks at me and it's like the sweetest they do they totally have resting bitch face that's the funniest thing you've ever seen <laughs> well and now we can call it resting beak face and we'll know what it's oh, called shut oh, we oh my gosh yeah that's amazing <laughs> yes that's good <laughs> well, Kathy, we've had so much fun with you today, and I didn't know that I could learn so much about chicken shampoo in like less than an hour <laughs> while drinking alcohol. Right. But this was definitely like we're recording on a Friday, and this is the perfect end to a week. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Oh my god. We gosh. really appreciate it. You're welcome, dear. This has been so much fun. Again, I'm so so thankful and honored and um you guys are great. Oh well thank you. So much love. So yeah. much love. So much. <laughs> it's shooting all the way from Seattle over to your faces. So thank Aww. you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. It's Drink and Dirty Birds, where we learned all about why you should be using shampoo on your chickens. And huge thank you to Messy Mildred for coming and being on our show. And we hope that you guys will visit her Instagram page. Um, I'll have that link in the show notes so that you can check out her shampoo and see if that's something that you want to do also. Yeah, definitely. You know what? Check her out on Facebook and leave her kind messages and help her ward off all the assholes because you know you know my favorite thing to say is don't be a dick so let's ward off the dicks um with all the positive vibes <laughs> sam should have had some more lunch before she put alcohol on her stomach apparently she's feeling a little a little silly a little appropriate but that's all right anyways thank you <laughs> thank you guys for listening to this episode we love and appreciate you all so much bye, bye.